Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. And the best part about podcasts is they create a 25th hour in the day. Whenever I'm commuting, metro, car, even when I'm riding my bike around town, although in that case, one earphone only, safety kids, I'm always listening to podcasts. And this offseason, you can get all the insights, all the news, all the analysis, and Logan and I occasionally make a joke or two in the Take Command podcast on demand so it fits in to your busy schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's beat reporter Craig Hoffman. If you're Tennessee, you're kind of at the end of good football players now. So, well, right. And then you get to do you just go Levis? Um, and oh yeah, that's a great problem. point. That's a great point. Um, let me look at my tiered system real quick. But I do think that. Um, you know, Smith and Jigba has been a guy that's been rumored a lot here. Uh, Houston, no, Smith and Jigba 12 is like the the most common one. Um, but I've seen that for sure. Um, and then they also are trying to rebuild their offensive line. Um, yeah, so does, uh, is a Broderick Jones or someone like that on the board here for, or Darnell Wright even, um, on the board for Tennessee. It is kind of a funny thing, uh, Logan, that you do wind up with some like regional bias. I know. And you'd think that that wouldn't happen, but like the kid out of Tennessee going to the Titans happens way more than you'd think. Um, even to the point that like Will McDonald keeps getting who Iowa state. I know a lot of DC folks might not necessarily be up on their Midwest geography, but like Iowa state's not that far from Kansas city and he's being mocked to Kansas city relentlessly the yeah. panthers have taken a ton of unc kids over the years like right. it just and clemson and south carolina kids over the years like it just happens not saying that we yeah. have to then go tennessee uh you know darnell Wright here just because of that but it is kind of a funky thing that tends to happen a lot yeah so the way i have my tiered system set up like right now <clears throat> after the eighth pick we have exhausted all of my tier one players so we're in tier two and if you're in tier two like if you're tennessee looking for value you want to trade back. The problem is that every single other team on this list is also looking for value. So to me, I think they're kind of in a position where they have to take best player available. And based on what what is on here, like the kind of names you're talking about are like Dalton Kincaid, Jackson Smith and Jigba, the three tackles you just mentioned, Lucas Van Ness, um, Nolan Smith, Kalijah Cansey, Deontay Banks, Joey Porter Jr. and Brian Branch are names that I have in tier two. And all of those names seem a little high for me right now. So let me ask you this. Do you think the Patriots could draft a quarterback in the first round? Do I think they could? I think they definitely could, yeah. So do we trade this pick to the Patriots to come up and get Levis? Oh, that would be wild. Um, Yeah. I mean, do you think that's something that they want to do? You know, Doug, uh, is that – you know what would be a trip is if – Tennessee trades Derrick Henry and then drafts B. John Robinson. That would be a trip. But I think that's entirely possible. Um, yeah, I don't. I hate this pick. I hate it. If we didn't have to make it, if we could sim it, I would say let's sim it because I don't really want to do it. Are you trading? I think we might do a trade. 
Yeah. Just, so just if you fun. go 14 and let's see. Nope. Uh, 14 <laughs> and, and 76 for 11. Okay. Uh, let's offer trade. Trade has been accepted. accepted. So now we got New England taking Will Levis at 11. All right. I buy Done. that. That seems, right. I know that seems weird, but like, it's entirely possible. It just, I think, I think I just want to do something wacky for Belichick because it feels like a Belichickian thing to do. Yeah. Even though it isn't like trading up, like he might trade up for a quarterback. Um, all right. So, um, here, yeah, I think they might go receiver here. You draft I, your I think, yeah, I think Jackson Smith and Jigba uh, is is the play here. Um, but hilariously, we were one pick away. Well, I guess no, Stroud Stroud went seven. Um, but like, we almost didn't put Stroud at seven. And if he just continues to fall down the board, like yeah. if can somehow mess around and get him at twelve, um, I think that's possible. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba has been the guy who's been linked here a ton. Um, yeah. I say we just go with it, keep it moving, simplicity's sake. Yeah, I mean, I also just I like Quentin Johnson a lot as a true X. I think he's got, you know, he's, he, there's a lot of holes in his game, so they might go that way because they don't really have a true X. But, you know, based on this board, based on my evaluation, he's a tier two player. Take a tier two player. Jackson Smith and Jigba to Houston. All right, Green Bay now on the clock with what was the Jets pick. Finally, the Aaron Rodgers trade goes through yesterday. Uh, they. You know, they've got quarterback listed as a need. No thanks. They're going to go Jordan Love, and I think they're going to try to give Jordan Love weapons. Kincaid got mocked to them a lot at 15. Yeah. Um, it is, just seems is, way too high. Just I know you're not the biggest Kincaid guy no, either. No, I love Kincaid, but, you know, back injury and then the tight end value later in this draft, like you're going to get a starter in the second round if you want. And, you know, and like they now it, have multiple seconds. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, it's like, what is the what is the most valuable position here? Um, you know, do you go shoot? Do you go tackle? Do you go as defensive line? Does can't see a pick here? It doesn't seem like he fits what they do. They drafted a first round uh, defensive tackle last year out of Georgia. Again, like this is where the draft gets kind of gross for me, honestly. And there's someone that is going to be a reach in my estimation. Like, so don't love it. Don't love it. Don't love it at all. What about, but I I would say Kincaid, like, cause like I'm looking at my tier two right now, Kincaid's in there. The three tackles are there, two edge rushers are there, and I guess if you're looking for a playmaker and you like him, you know people comp him to Kelsey all the time. Yeah, you know, and good young, you know, good young tight end to go with the uh, young quarterback. Let's do it. Absolutely. Let's go, Dalton yeah. Kincaid at 13. All right, Tennessee now back on the clock at 14 after our trade down with them. Uh, what about Broderick Jones here, uh, or or Darnell Wright? I think Broderick Jones, like I have a higher grade on Darnell Wright. This seems like a little bit of a reach for me. Again, like I think he's more of like a 16 to 25 player. But I will say that, um, you know, in drafts like this, people get reach for. And if that's a high position of need, which it is, Darnell Wright has position flexibility. I think he's an explosive, nasty guy who's inconsistent in the run game, but very high highs in terms of like pancakes, knockdowns, highlight reel type plays. So, I could see Darnell Wright going here for sure. All right, let's go Darnell Wright. Uh, Jets on the clock at 15. They also need a tackle. Um, do you go, again, Broderick Jones, obviously, is the, probably the best guy on the board, or do you do something else uh, on the defensive side of the ball for them? Yeah, so to me, Nolan Smith screams this pick. Like, just a guy with super high pass rush upside, amazing juice, position flexibility, defensive head coach. Like, I like him a lot here, and... I think that fits Robert Sala's vision of this defense. You want pass rushers, and he is a 
very good explosive football player who, you know, everyone talks about, you know, the top couple of guys, edge rushers having a high upside. <clears throat> I think Nolan Smith has tremendous upside. So I would feel great about them taking this guy here. All right, let's go Nolan Smith. And I feel like this is a good point, Logan, to say if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure that you like and subscribe. Uh, and, and I say the like part because we're about to pick the, for the commanders and I don't want people hitting a thumbs down if they don't like our pick. Uh, so let's get to it. 16 Washington commanders on the clock. The board per PFF has Bijan Robinson, Kalijah Kansi, Brian Branch, Miles Murphy, Deontay Banks, Michael Mayer, Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr. as the top players available. Other guys to consider: Anton Harrison, Emmanuel Forbes, Lucas Van Ness. Uh, wh what's what's the situation here? Is there anybody one that you are dying to take, and two, if not, is there anybody that you think someone else would be dying to take that we could engineer a trade for Washington? Yeah, I think the only guy that people would be considering is Bijan Robinson or Kalijah Kansi. Um, yeah. And I don't think Washington has made it very, uh, has made it clear. They're not really super interested in either one of those players. So um, I think ideally we've talked to this before. You want to trade back, but I, I I'm not sure at 16, given the way the board's fallen, you're going to be able to find a trade back partner. And what I mean by that is, like if Will Levis is here, there's quarterback on the board. Bijan Robinson, quarterback, people can kind of make their decision, right? Kalijah Kansi, I think, has got, you know, an exceptional football player, but he's not overly high upside, right? So who do you pick here? Like what's the selection? And I think if you have to pick at 16, I think you're picking an offensive lineman. And if I had to and if I had to guess, I would say they're probably going Harrison out of uh out of Oklahoma. You know, and and it kills me because I think that you can get good tackle value in like the mid twenties, but if you can find a trade partner, I think you want to take it, but I don't know if anyone's coming up here at this point. So they've got based off their models for whatever reason, Jacksonville being interested, which is one of my favorite teams to try to engineer a trade with for Washington. Um, if I can get 16 for 24 and 56, like this says I can. Yeah. Like I am. I think you feel backflip. A heartbeat. Like I it just like who who do they want to come up for would be my question. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, I'll even I'll even to try to make it a little more fair, throw in one ninety three, yeah. uh, even though I probably don't have to to get this trade accepted. Um are they coming up for Cansey? Are they coming up for probably not for Robinson? Uh who else? That's is, what I'm saying. It's like who would they come up for? Brian may, Branch? Potentially? Maybe maybe one of the edge well they no, they took Trayvon Walker last year. I don't know. They could go another guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, there's when you go through the list, you know, San Diego, maybe Bijan Robinson. I will say that's the good thing about Bijan Robinson is he, he is a tier one player at a position of low value, and someone might do something dumb and trade up for him. I don't think people will do that, but let's say they did it and they, they trade up. Let's, let's just work see. that trade. Jacksonville, it's a guard, center, edge, DB. Um, yeah. Are the, the positions that they've got their needs for. So are we doing this this Jacksonville trade? I guess so, just because that would be easier for us. But uh, and what I say, I'll throw in one ninety three just for fun. Offer trade, okay. So, so they now... trade up, and I would say maybe they would take Brian Branch here. That seems a little high for him. Um, yeah, Brian Branch, I guess. Like I guess. again, this this is a weird. Again, this is I think a really good iteration for the fans listening for Washington of why this pick spot can be really really dicey. Because if there's nobody here worth trading up for, 
you're going to have to stick and pick. And I think you're sticking picking for an offensive lineman just because it's always better to have big guys. But you could also be in a weird situation where you're drafting Lucas, Lucas Van Ness at 16 and you just got to deal with it because needs are, are kind of gone at this point. I would also consider drafting Branch here. I know PFF likes him a lot more and you know, than, than most people do. I know you're not as this, like this I, I like high him. on him. Yeah. I like him. But like, if you tell me he's the nickel guy, um, kind of a safety nickel hybrid, you know, and play that Buffalo nickel. I, that to me is like a position they need a starter at. Yeah. So yeah. Like, can they run back, you know, some version of Percy Butler, Cam curl, um, and who am I missing, uh, in their defensive backfield, Derek Forrest. Yes. But I think Brian Branch is probably an upgrade over one of those, you know, over either Forrest sure. or uh, Butler. So if I can add, and especially like if I that puts you know some more versatility between Branch and Cam playing deep versus that Buffalo spot, like I would probably Branch would have been my pick there if we had to stick. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's going to be the pick for Jacksonville here based off that DB need. So yeah. we'll go Brian Branch at sixteen. All right. Uh, let's try to speed up a little bit and get yeah. to the commander's pick at 24. Uh, hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Steelers on the uh, clock. Maybe Broderick Jones here. Yep, that makes sense to me. Uh, everyone wants to do Joey Porter Jr. for legacy, but we're going to go Broderick Jones. Lions on the clock. Uh, I think Elijah Cansey would be a nice fit here. They have a big kind of nose, run-stuffing player. Pair him with, um, you know, Aiden Hutchinson. I think with pass rush upside, change your defense. Yeah, like that. Yep. All right, Tampa, 19. Uh, shoot, they need I think, everything. Yeah, I think Miles Murphy would be interesting here. They need defensive line, obviously. Um, offensive tackle, I don't think there's anybody. Tight end, Michael Meyer would be here. This seems a little bit high for him, for me. Um, quarterback, tight end, all-line, D-line, safety. You're not taking any of those guys. So I think go D-line. I think Miles Murphy, I could definitely see him fit in there. All right. Big rangy edge rusher. Then you're at Seattle. The ultimate wild card here. I do think that um, they just traded Rashad Penny. Yeah, I was gonna say Bijan might. This this feels like a Seattle thing, right? Like just you traded him. They don't kind of do the analytics thing in the draft as much. They really lean into their evaluations hard, and you know the, their need according to PFF is guard, center, D line. I don't know. Maybe Lucas Van Ness. That would be the other guy I would think about going with here. Um, yeah. potentially because he's big he can play multiple spots they really need to show up that five. we took we took tyree wilson though for them at five so if that's yeah but case, i'm saying like maybe you go double up here i don't know but uh i, I let's go Bijan robinson just for fun i because I, I could definitely see it happening all right uh skip miami because they forfeited the pick 21 la chargers they, wide receiver linebacker corner now's I'm where sure it feels like some of the corners could start to go yeah i think i'm sure they're pretty pissed that um you know, uh, what should we call it? Bijan's off the board because they could have replaced their guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, who wants to trade? I guess I mean, my my number one guy is Deontay Banks, and if they need a corner who's fast and athletic and physical, they run a lot of cover three match like we do. 
And I think Deontay Banks fits that scheme very well. So I would probably take if they need Banks over Porter Jr.? I think so, yeah. Okay. Deontay Banks. Sorry, Washington uh, slash Maryland fans. Uh, That was also my favorite guy. All right. Ravens at 22. Wide receiver. What is it? Edge? I can't see edge. Yeah, edge and corner, according to them. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. does feel a little bit like what they've had. The super physical long corners that can get up in your face and play press man. Yeah, they do a lot of man. Who's who's the best edge player on the board? Uh, best edge player on the board, according to PFF, is going to be Lucas Van Ness. Oh, that feels like such a Baltimore pick, doesn't it? Just a gritty, golly. If they did, or Will McDonald here would be also very interesting. It's a little high, but uh, what do you think, Craig? I, I don't really have a strong inclination of what they need. I know they need a guard. Osiris Torrens here would be potentially interesting. That seems feels, high. Feels a little high. Um, I would say either Van Ness or Porter Jr. Uh, I'll let you make the call. I'm going to go Joey Porter Jr. In part because that makes our lives harder at 24. And you know, yeah. this run on corners, all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, shoot. We wanted one of those. All I right, 20. 20- think Quentin Nelson here would be really interesting just because they have kind of their true guy in Justin Jefferson. And when you have athletic upside and traits and they can't. Oh, who'd you say? Yeah. Quentin Nelson? Quentin, uh, Quentin Johnson. Quentin I thought Johnson. you said Quentin Nelson. I was like, they're trading nope. for yeah, uh, the Colts, no, the Colts all pro right guard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Johnson's Johnson's definitely interesting for Minnesota here um, to try to replace Thielen at that X position. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, let's do it. Uh, here we are. I'm going to say you like you like that more than Addison for them. I do. I think Addison's a good player. I just have some concerns about his size, and I think I, I you know with receiver, I've just seen big physical receivers and what they can do, and if he can figure it out, Quentin Johnson, like he's going to be an absolute murderer in that offense. An offense that's really good about finding. You know, like much like San Francisco, catch and run opportunities for receiver, and there is no better catch and run guy in this draft than Quentin Nelson. Quentin okay. Johnson. Plus, like Quentin uh, Nelson. plus, plus, he just keeps getting to wear purple, which is nice for him. 